Uh, this is episode four of the Piazza Parlor podcast. Uh, I'm Xavier Alatori. I'm Aron Delgado. And yeah, this is a bit of a delayed episode. You know, real life hits sometimes. So uh, we're finally getting around to recording it. And yeah, it's uh, fitting that we catch you guys right after the uh, Dodgers clinch the NL West. Go! <laughs> um. That's yeah, a thing. the thing that Dodgers, actually happened. Yeah, it actually did. And uh, I know there have been some that were a little nervous about the Dodgers clinching the NL West, wondering if it was going to happen, when it was going to happen. Um, but rest assured, they are, they are now the NL West champions, and they will be heading into the playoffs. Hooray! <laughs> Which is interesting because um, the, uh, the Dodgers were struggling a bit uh, before going to the playoffs. I believe they had gone seven out of, or not seven, they had lost, I think, seven out of their, the last 11 games played uh, leading up to uh, September 19th, which was the day they clinched. Um, but just backtracking a little bit. Um, oh, fuck, dude, I kind of lost myself. You suck. That's why. I know. This is not. This is gonna go into the podcast, dude. And I can edit it. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Um, where were we at? They are the NL West champs. That's all that matters, bro. Yeah, the Dodgers are the National League West champions, and um, yeah, leading up to that, they had uh, been on quite the losing streak, uh, losing, I believe, seven out of their last eleven, and it was a bit scary. I mean, there was talk of. You know, them falling apart, what was going to happen. Um, and it didn't help that some of their bigger stars were injured, such as Andre Ethier, who uh, I believe he's still in a boot. Um, he pinched hit on this past Sunday, so I think he's out of the boot, but I think he's kind of fragile still. I wouldn't trust it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know. And then um, Yasiel Puig in... Oh, God, which was just such an ugly loss against the Giants. Um, he injured himself diving for a ball. Um, I think he, to quote Chad Moriyama, I think he injured his dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a legitimate thing. Like, he actually hurt his groin area. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should tell him that he's not able to fuck the earth. <laughs> <laughs> he can do whatever he wants, dude. Um Carl Crawford had some, uh, I believe, back stiffness or back issues that still are lingering. But it's, I think there's more. I think all these all these injuries are still lingering. Yeah, but exactly. Now that now that the West is officially clinched, everyone's feeling a little bit more positive as opposed to before when it was like, oh, things are falling apart because everyone's injured. Now it's like everyone's injured, but it's okay. Yeah, and I think. Um, you know, Mattingly is 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 playing the team right up into the playoffs, which is nice. What? Yeah, I mean, the day after the game after the Dodgers clinched, uh, they played in San Diego, and it was a lineup of uh, has beens and never wers. <laughs> and so, you know, did you drop something? Just keep going. <laughs> um, doing great. Yeah, I mean, he he. I think the infield consisted of uh, Nick Punto, D. Gordon, um, Michael Young, and who was playing second? Was it Sk- was it D? No, it was a Skip Schumacher. Probably, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, 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 that's right, Schumacher. And so, I mean, and then you had the outfield of a uh, Nick Buss, um, Alex Castellanos, oh, and I think Jerry Hairston. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So, I mean, you know, I think Mattingly is, is doing the right thing by giving the guys that are going into the playoffs the rest that they need because I, I'm i almost positive they're going to go into the playoffs um, or they're not going to go into the playoffs 100% healthy. They're, they're going to be, you know, there's still going to be some lingering issues with the injuries and they're just going to have to last long enough through October to uh, – to make it through the playoffs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, um, 
Yeah, the Dodgers clinched in Arizona, and Arizona acted like... Boy, did they clinch. What happened? Boy, did they finally clinch. Yes, they did. And it it wasn't without controversy that they clinched. Um, It wasn't even controversial, really. I mean, the Dodgers celebrated. What can you expect? Um, You know, they... It started off with Arizona requesting that the Dodgers not celebrate on the field. Which I, I've never heard of anything like that in I, sports before, but I can kind of get. It's like kind of like I guess. I mean, if you want to be like that, yeah, I exactly, guess. exactly. It's just like, oh, you can come over to my house, but you know, just don't sit down on my couch. Like, oh, all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you can come over to the party, but don't drink my beer. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh. Bring your own beer, but just don't don't drink mine. Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. So the Dodgers respectfully took the celebration. I mean, they were went to second base, celebrated, and quickly took the celebration to the dugout. As soon as the stadium cleared, the Dodgers ran across center field. Well, actually, let me let me take that back. A couple Dodgers ran across center field. The rest chugged along. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Adrian Gonzalez and Hyunjin Ryu, <laughs> and they climbed the center field wall and jumped into the swimming pool that's in Arizona. Now I've never been to what is it, Citibank or Chase 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 Park? Chase Park. Chase, yeah, I've never been there, but just seeing it on TV, it looks like a freaking shopping mall. <laughs> and who the fuck builds a pool in their stadium? I mean, I get it. It's Arizona. It's hot. You know, the whole pool thing is like, hey, come cool down and watch a game, blah, blah, blah. I, but I guess. People are acting like it's a statue of... I mean, it's like... Yeah. I mean, really, it's like... They're, they're making it seem like as if it, like, it was sacred water and, like, you know, feel, filled with the sweat of Kurt Gibson. Well, it's sacred now because Puig swam in it. Well, yeah, yes. Well, actually, I think you had the Holy <laughs> Trinity in there. Yeah, that's right. So it's sacred now, bitches. Thank you. You should thank me. Be thanking us. I mean, I don't really want to talk about "quote unquote" Poolgate too much. Uh, I get the whole, you know, I get the request because the whole point is that they don't want the Dodgers to be celebrating with all these Dodger fans that infiltrated, you know, Chase Field. They make. I get it. it makes sense. Fine. So the Dodgers found other means to celebrate get over it you know if you and i think everyone I, i'm not gonna quote everyone who said it because it was a bunch of people but everyone who said if you don't want the dodgers celebrating like that in your park then don't let them beat you it's as simple as that yeah exactly you know if if you don't want the dodgers celebrating on your field then do everything you can to prevent that yes plain and simple and, and, it, and it honestly it seemed like they did they played a really tough game yeah and it's i mean for the majority of it just seemed like it wasn't going to happen for the Dodgers. No, exactly. I mean, it, it, the Dodgers took the lead early on in that game, 3 no, three nothing, and then... The, and then Nolasco did everything he could to get rid of that lead. Yeah, the, the wheels on Nolasco fell off again, and uh, you know, that, that's going to be a, a podcast yeah. or a blog post all on its own, because that's, that's, that's concerning, considering that we were putting you know, in our, the last episode we were putting all our stock into Nolasco uh, having a starting spot in the rotation which it seems like he probably will but will be on the back end like the last one on the rotation yeah um, which I'm fine with that's cool yeah no big deal but um, given how bad Nolasco has been and how good Ryu has been um, I, I think you know you'll you'll see more of Ryu than you will see of Nolasco in the playoffs but anyways uh Poolgate is not a thing. It's some stupid controversy. I was actually listening to AM570, and uh, someone was saying, I think it was uh, Petros Papadakis was saying how, I think he thinks that Arizona is trying so hard to create a rivalry with the Dodgers, that Arizona is trying just really, really hard to just create this this kind of rivalry. And it unfortunately, there isn't going to be one. I mean, the Dodgers main rival are the Giants and you're, you're, 
Arizona can try as hard as they want. And maybe they, they, they will be like that secondary rival, you know, that, that kind of just division rival. But really, they're not going to have a storied rivalry like the Dodgers and Giants do. They're just too young of a team. doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh- the thing with the thing, and people don't understand, and this is the same thing I say whenever people bring up the quote unquote Angels versus Dodgers rivalry, is a rivalry is based on the two teams' past uh, matches against each other. And honestly, to, this is the first year maybe um, where Arizona and Dodgers have really sort of been neck and neck as far as you know being in each other's way in order to progress into the playoffs. Yeah. And there's just nothing there. There's no history. There's no, like, there's no close games where, you know, you know, the Giants and Dodgers have that. Yeah. Giants, I mean, Dodgers and Yankees have that. And, you know, like you said, maybe down the line it'll happen. But as of right now, it's it's maybe, like, maybe this will be the spark that starts the rivalry. Maybe, maybe this, se- is, yeah, yeah, maybe this this season because this season has been a heated one between Arizona and the Dodgers and San Diego. Also. Yeah, exactly. Between so, San Diego. So we'll see, but yeah, I mean, to me, this is just like, like I said before, the Angels. There's never been an Angels-Dodgers matchup that's actually mattered, you know. So there's no rivalry right there. It's a manufactured rivalry, and that's what it seems like they're doing with the Diamondbacks team. Yeah. Um, so after uh, clinching in Arizona, the uh, the Dodgers headed to San Diego, and like we said, San Diego uh, Mattingly rolled out the B squad. Um, Michael Young got some serious playing time in San Diego, and he was actually pretty good on defense. Um, Maybe he heard our podcast. <laughs> I doubt that, but... Um, yeah, I mean, he... Maybe he won't listen to it 400 times to motivate himself. <laughs> Which is where we got the listens. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we only have five subscribers. Yeah. It's Michael Young. Let's see. Michael Young, you, me, and then two others. No, I think it's just Michael Young. Yeah, maybe the two others are, like, two, like, throwaway accounts by Michael Young. Like... Yeah. <laughs> young, young Michael. <laughs> and, like, uh... And Michael Old. <laughs> no, I think it's, like... Young hot Philly sixty nine four twenty Turk <laughs> twerk it. <laughs> Not Michael Young. Not Michael Young. Um. Anyways, yeah, uh, Michael Young was some providing some pretty solid defense. Um. Uh. <laughs> uh. He wasn't too bad. Um. He still can't hit. But his glove was definitely better in San Diego. Um, well, his bat was too. Um, he had the only brought in the only run for the game on Sunday. So yes, that's but some, did he? Does he have? Does he have six home runs against Arizona? <laughs> like who are we talking about here? <laughs> the King. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. That's good. It's a good thing, you know. I just want to do it for the fans. <laughs> Uribe. Yes. Uh, I, 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 God, we're going to have another a good episode for him uh, in the next one. Just wait. We're trying to build it up. Yes. It, it's. Juan Uribe has just been fucking outstanding. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd say that. Oh, man. And as much as I dread the three year contract extension, I secretly want it to happen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want it to happen so bad. <laughs> but anyways, um, let's. Uh, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he did really well. He's. Uh, I mean, what what can I say? You know, he's been. Even if if his bat diminishes next season, he's been that glove man. He's, yeah, dude. I mean, he's, and that arm. Good lord! I mean, he's just been for being such a big guy. He's pretty fucking nimble. His range is great. Yeah, and his arm is awesome. He's. Uh, he's made what like six errors the whole season yeah so what can you say he's great yes Juan Uribe Juan Uribe King Uribe um then can we talk about Matt Kemp uh we'll, we'll get there we'll get there um I wanna talk about Matt Kemp so yeah the Dodgers took uh two out of three against Arizona, or against San Diego 
and tomorrow, which will be uh, September 24th, they will take uh, they'll begin the first of their last six games of the season, and it is the series opener of a three-game series against San Francisco in San Francisco. Can you believe right now on StubHub, their tickets are going for like seven bucks? Giants tickets? Yeah. <laughs> mid dude, mid season when I was trying to get up there. They were in the 50s cheapest tickets. Dang. Yeah, so that's the thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to the main dish. Um, the first uh, story... The main dish! <clears throat> the uh, first story in our main dish is Hanley Ramirez. Um, Hanley Ramirez is arguably the team MVP. I'm... I'm going to say, well, it's tough because you could either argue Hanley has done so much in the small time that he's been here, uh-huh. or you could argue that Gonzalez has carried the team for the whole year. So yeah, I, I well, yeah, I, I I would have to say so, but I mean, Hanley Ramirez, even though he's he's played a limited number of games this season, he's batting. Uh, 350. He has a on base percentage of 402, and his slugging is 653. So his OPS is over one. It's 1.058, which that's where Matt Kemp was in the 2011 season. Yep. Um, he has a WRC plus, which is a weighted runs created. Uh, for that stat, uh, league average is at 100. So <laughs> he's at 194, which means he's 94 percent better at creating runs than. Anybody else in the league, um, and he has a wins above replacement at five point one. So he's been a pretty solid player when he's been healthy. Uh, but that's the thing. That's that's an understatement. <laughs> he's pretty solid. Yeah, it is. It is an understatement. But the thing is that he has a he's had a really hard time staying healthy this season. I mean, he missed the first part of the season with uh, what was a broken thumb. Uh, torn something in his yeah thumb. torn ligament I believe in his thumb that he yeah. suffered from the World Baseball Classic, um, and then he had a hamstring injury that sidelined him for quite some time, and it's been nagging, a nagging injury here and there, um, and then recently he was sidelined with a uh, back stiffness or back tightness. No, it was uh, something going on with his nerves in his back. Which, and I don't know if it applies to the hamstring injury he had earlier, mm. but his most recent hamstring injuries somehow connected to the nerves in his back, like in his spinal cord or something, man. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how this works, but apparently, like, the nerves were being, like, distressed or something. Huh. So it's all connected. Well,. Hopefully he stays healthy enough to get through the playoffs because I mean he's he's been quite the offensive presence in uh, for the Dodgers. Um, you know it, it, it just I, I really don't see the Dodgers going too far without his bat. I mean if they do it would it'd be a struggle, and I, I just think that when you have runners on the bat that you want coming up is Hanley Ramirez. Right. Um, the uh, other part of our main dish is uh, Matt Kemp's return. Um, yeah. it, it it was really exciting, and it, it's good to see him back. Um, his first uh, appearance back was a pinch hit attempt uh, in the, I think the series opener against Arizona. Could have been. And you know, after a two month absence, throwing him in a high leverage situ- situation. I really wouldn't have put Kemp there. Maybe Van Slyke. Maybe some other bat. I mean, Kemp hadn't hit a... Really, he took... The last time he swung a bat was batting practice in Arizona. At Camelback. So, uh, after getting reports of him being shut down for the season and just not knowing when he was going to return, it's good to see him back in the regular lineup. Um, And... His first start in Arizona, he went four for four, and he ended up going six for thirteen in the series against Arizona, which is pretty damn good. But unfortunately, he's been six for twenty-one since then. So, um, so basically, no hits in the Padres series. Yeah, 
Um, so, I mean, he's been – since his return, he's been somewhat lousy, but at least he's looking healthy while he's lousy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at least there's no problems as far as him running or anything. Like yeah, that. I the think – hamstring's been okay. Yeah, I think everyone uh, on the Dodgers and everyone that blogs about the Dodgers just said that he looks good running the bases. He doesn't look like he's cautious about running the bases. Uh, he should be cautious though because – you don't want him to tear an ACL like Manny Machado. Hey, uh, you know, I, th- I think just having Kemp back, just that presence alone is a positive thing. Yeah. Because um, that means that this team has sort of gotten to what it's been supposed to be this entire time. And that's got to be a positive thing for the, the guys to feel. And whether or not Kemp, you know... Is Matt Kemp for the rest of the season? I'm not sure that really matters. You know, as long as he can get some hits here and there. Just another another good bat like Matt Kemp's. You just can't go wrong with that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, with, with four outfielders, uh, I think we alluded to this um, back in our first or second episode, but having either Crawford... Puig, Ethier, or Kemp's bat on the bench in the playoffs, that's that's a dangerous weapon to have. Um, especially when you start to get deep into the games um, and you need a pinch hitter. I mean, I'd much rather have one of my reserve outfielders than a Jerry Hairston. <laughs> um, and I'm hope. I mean, really the last, uh, if anyone reads uh, Mike Petriello's uh, blog, Mike Social's Tragic Illness, um, he discussed who might be the uh in on the playoff roster oh yeah yeah great awesome article yeah definitely take check that one out um and it the last roster spot that is gonna probably come down to d gordon or jerry hairston and uh, i would probably go with d gordon i mean neither one of them can hit i think van slyke was an option also yeah and you know the point uh Mike Petriello made was that you're going to have to choose between power and speed and we've seen what speed can do on the bases in Cincinnati um, you know when you have someone as fast as D. Gordon on first base um, you know you know he's going to try to steal second and most likely be successful stealing second and a base hit brings him home yes so, you know, you, you want someone like that. But then again, you also want someone like Vance Slyke who can hit for power. He's not that fast, but he can hit for power and he's a versatile player, which we discussed in our last episode. Jerry Harrison's versatile. He can play anywhere. He just can't hit for shit. <laughs> and he's old and slow. Um, but he's a veteran and he's been there before. He's a good clubhouse guy. And grit. Yes. Fucking grit. We should just make a sound bite. Grit, 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 grit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's something that needs to be in the works. <laughs> um, but since we're talking about playoffs... Um, wait, wait, wait. Before that, since we were talking about Matt Kemp... Oh, sorry. There's one minute left in his birthday. So I know you're listening, Matt. Just wanted to let you know, bro. Happy birthday. And, you know, we'll hang out soon. Happy 29th. Man, 29. Yeah. That's... Yep. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but... Moving on to uh, playoff matchups. Um, the Atlanta Braves have clinched the NL East title. Um, the Dodgers have clinched the NL West title. The NL Central is decided already. Um, the top th- three teams in the NL Central all have a playoff spot, which are St. Louis, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh. Um, where Who plays in the wild card and who clinches the division uh, it's most likely going to come down to the end of the season. Uh, the magic number for St. Louis is four, but I believe there are, what, six games left in the season? That sounds about right. Um, so St. Louis needs to win four of the next six, which it's a pretty tough feat. Um, the Who are they up against? Uh, for the next six games, let's take a look. Well, I know Cincinnati and Pittsburgh are playing each other for the next few days, so that should be really interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I 
want Pittsburgh to uh, to win the NL the NL Central. I don't know if it's going to happen though. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh is a solid team, but they, I think, against when paired up against the uh, Cardinals and the Reds, they they are the weaker team. Yes, I agree. As much as I would like for Pittsburgh to have their moment in the sun, uh, I just can't trust Pittsburgh Pirates winning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just it's hard to. Oh have them. fuck yeah! St. Louis actually has a pretty easy schedule. They have. Five more games. Uh, two against the Nationals, and then they finish up against the Cubs. Well, now. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're NL Central champions, everyone. Yep. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh finishes up against... Um, take a look. Yeah, they have two games against the Cubs, and they finish up against the Reds. That's going to be really interesting. You know, and, and if... Because you know what? It might just continue into that one-game wild card. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because really, that's what it might come down to. It might just be a four game series instead of wow. See, that's really interesting. Because you know, you think about one game wild card playoff. If if teams have already been going up against each other, then that's completely different. If it was just a, literally like a one game between yeah two teams, two random teams. Wow. So they're going to be duking it out, and you know if. If you're not just a Dodger fan, but also a baseball fan, those are games you want to watch. Yes. Um, those are going to be really good games. I think it was the 2008 or 2009 season when the Twins and the Tigers were – they had to – I think there were two teams that had to do a one-game playoff. I mean they had to play 163 games to uh, – to advance to the playoffs. I mean, it, it was just, mm-hmm. it's just exciting baseball all around. 2011 was a, uh, a year like that. I think it came down to the final day. Yeah. Some between like the Rays and the Red Sox and I think the Orioles. <sighs> Anyways, baseball's great. Yes, it is. And sadly, it's, it's, <laughs> it's ending. No. But, um, no, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think those are games you're going to have to watch. Um, so, as far as. It looks like most likely Dodgers will be going up against someone from the Central, but, you know, let's say the Braves end up melting down, so it, let's say it's really up in the air. Who would you rather have the Dodgers go up against? I would rather, um, I would like the Dodgers to go up against Pittsburgh <laughs> and then go up against, fuck, I don't know, because Atlanta's tough. Atlanta's a tough team, uh. St. Louis, they're also a tough team, and I mean, Cincinnati is is just good. They're also a tough team. Um, if I had to choose, I'd probably choose Pittsburgh and then St. Louis because if they go against St. Louis, then they get the uh, home field advantage. If I actually no, if St. Louis finishes number three and Dodgers finish number two, uh, I don't know anything about that home field advantage. To me, it doesn't because the Dodgers did so well on the road, anyways. As it is, yeah, you do have a very good point, and I mean, I don't know. The whole thing about whole home field advantage kind of throws me off because it's like if you have home field advantage, then you should be given the the chance to win at home. You get what I'm saying? Yes. But anyways, I, I you're right. I mean, home field advantage is 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 not really that big of a deal because you're gonna win regardless of where you play. That's hopefully. Yeah, you hope. But um, to answer your question in a long-winded type of way, <laughs> um, I would like the Dodgers to face the, the Pirates, and you know, I would if Atlanta and I don't know. I guess, man, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, maybe St. Louis because. In 2008 and 2009, they beat St. Louis to get to the playoffs, to get to the NLCS. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Pittsburgh and then St. Louis, even though St. Louis gives the, Do- gives the Dodgers trouble. Weird. Um, now, if the Dodgers make it to the World Series, I would love, absolutely love for the Dodgers to face the A's. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I want. I want that right there. I wanted it for 
Well, the Dodgers didn't have a chance last year, but that's... It would be amazing 25 years later to have a repeat of the World Series. Yeah, because I don't think the A's have returned since the 88 series. Now they're the Dodgers. Yeah. It'd be fucking amazing. Fucking yeah. amazing. That would be so good. Yeah. To have the two Cuban superstars go head-to-head. Yes. So sick. Bad flips galore. I, I mean, I, I like... All the bad flips. All the bad flips. No, I mean, I would like... I, I like the A's. The A's are my favorite uh, American League team. Likewise. Um, and, I mean, I, it would just be good to see such... I mean, the A's are, are just such a good organization for having such little money. And it would be... Philippines. It'd be... It'd be... I mean, really, God, wow, that'd be... The team with probably the smallest... With one of the smallest budgets in the all of Major League Baseball going against a team with the biggest budget. <laughs> um, oh, boy. But can you imagine the kind of... the field day that, you know, all these writers would have if the Dodgers lost? Oh, Jesus. You can't buy talent. Yeah, yeah. You can't buy talent, you know. You can't You can't buy grit. You can't buy heart. You know, spreadsheets <laughs> couldn't predict that. Well, I mean... Isn't Billy being all about the spreadsheets? Well, it's not. That's the thing. That stats aren't about predictions. Stats are about what is likely to happen. Yes, of course. I know that. But, I mean, that's what A's all are all about. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind me backtracking a little bit, I want to share my hopefuls for the playoffs. Yeah, definitely, man. Since you didn't ask because you're a dick. <laughs> yes, I am. The biggest dick in the world. Okay. As much as I would like for Pittsburgh to succeed as much as they can, obviously I don't want them to beat the Dodgers. So I'd say Dodgers will beat them in the first round, Division Series. And then Champion Series, anyone but the Reds. The Reds terrify me. Yeah. If not, just for Joey Votto and Aroldis Chapman alone. Good Lord. They feast on the Dodgers. And... I just do not want to see Cincinnati against the Dodgers at all, at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying to look on Fangraphs right now to see what the Dodgers' record is against Cincinnati. Well, obviously their most recent series they got swept. Yeah. So that's there's that's you know that's not too great. No, you yeah, <laughs> it's not. Um, but I think Cincinnati is a great team. An underrated team, um, as far as the playoff teams go, because I think I think the Braves are heavily favored, but I really think Cincinnati is one of those teams that just won't go down easily. No, they they definitely won't. Um, you know, they they just they have a solid team. I mean, they they have a, a caliber team with them, and you know, it, it's just. I think one thing you have to remember too is that the Dodgers really didn't have um, the Dodgers weren't really going in there. Um, I think they they were they played right after they they Colorado they they went into Cincinnati right after Colorado and they were in the middle of a fifteen game uh, streak a fifteen game. Um, God, what am I trying to say? I don't know. What are you trying to say? I don't understand. The thing in what? Um, Back uh, they were they had were, they were on the road for fifteen games. Oh, gotcha. And so, um, you know, they were right in the middle of that before they came back home to play against San Francisco or Arizona. Um, and so, you know, it, it's no surprise that they they got swept. Uh, but I'm having trouble finding it. I'm trying to see what the Dodgers' record is against Cincinnati, and um, I don't think they've done too well against Cincinnati. Find it. Well, it's okay. It's not. It's not imperative that you find it right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if 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 the Dodgers could avoid Cincinnati at all costs, I think I feel like that that would be most ideal. But you know, what do I know? I'm just a dude that watches the Dodgers games. <laughs> um. And as far as American League, again, you know, obviously, I would love to see Dodgers versus A's. Um. Dodgers versus Boston. 
Not so much. Just because Boston's a great team. Not that I don't want the World Series to be great. You know, I, I if anything, I think it'd be even better if, you know, it was a close series as opposed to, you know, Dodgers just mowing over whoever the competition is. Mm-hmm. But I think Boston is just too good. They're just too good. Yeah, no, Boston Boston's a really good team. Um and their beards piss me off. <laughs> um I think Fangraphs has uh the uh the Tigers projected to go to the World Series over the Red Sox and the A's. You know, I actually completely forgot about the Tigers. Yeah, they haven't really been making too much noise, but that's because the uh AL Central has been really quiet. Yeah, they well they haven't clinched yet. I think they're the one the only ones that haven't. Yeah, and that's because Cleveland's been going on a mad tear lately, right? Yeah, they have been. The Cleveland, I think, the Cleveland Indians have won. Um, Where'd that come from? <laughs> what the Indians? Yeah, yeah. I think the the Indians um, they they're projected to win eighty nine uh, games this season. They're barely at eight. They're at eighty six. Um, they yeah, they've been on a, a crazy run, and they're only. Let's see, what is it? Five games back? Mm-hmm. With six left to play? So, I mean, if they continue this run that they're on, they're going to... Right, they could really create an upset for the Tigers. In which case, that'd be great because the Indians... Um, the Indian With the Tigers projected to be in the World Series and to be the World Series winners... You know, the Indians could easily knock out the Tigers and then just suck it up and lose against the Red Sox or the A's. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that concludes it for our main dish. Mmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yummy. Now on to the desserts. Okay. Um, uh, normally this is where we have NL West news, but there is none because the Dodgers have clinched. Yo! Uh, we were gonna. There is no NL West. There is none. The Dodgers are the NL West. That's right. Um, we already discussed Poolgate. You know, the Dodgers clinched the playoffs. Then they took a piss and a shit in Arizona's sacred pool. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they. Someone did. You know, someone did. Yeah. No. You know who took a shit and piss? Fucking John McCain. That too. Oh. Let's not get into that. No. That's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but you know it's even greater than that? What? Brian Wilson. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That guy, man. That guy. You know. If there's one person that I'd want to have a guest on the show, it might be him. Yeah. I mean, Brian Wilson, when he, got, when he first joined the Dodgers, he posted this uh, picture of him in... <laughs> <laughs> this little league picture with all the Dodger greats photoshopped terribly by the way <laughs> onto these little boys faces and the coach was this normal dude but had Vince Scully's <laughs> face face <laughs> photoshopped on well I love how you're practically in tears just describing it because I'm just envisioning it right now, and it's hilarious. And so, uh, John McCain posted this ridiculous tweet. I'm not even going to repeat it because it's just stupid. Um, and Brian Wilson responded with a another Photoshop, pretty much saying that John McCain's bitter that uh, about losing the election. And so it's this. <laughs> This picture of the president and the first lady jumping into a pool (laughs) (laughs) with Brian Wilson doing a cannonball (laughs) and then Sarah Palin and John McCain just, you know, pouting in the background. Yep, yep. So anyways, Brian Wilson, you're a good dude. That'll do. That'll do, Brian Wilson. Um... So, anyways, uh, the National League news is the playoffs start October 3rd for the Dodgers. Um, They will be playing the, uh, well, depending on where they feel. Well, actually, the playoff matchups are still undecided because 
it's it's the Braves have really not fallen apart, but they could give up the number one seed to the Cardinals. Um, so we don't know who the Dodgers are going to face in the playoffs, but uh, the playoffs will start officially on October first. That's when the uh, the wild card teams play a one game elimination against each other. Playoffs for the Dodgers start October third. And did you get any tickets? No, I didn't. Um, mm. I I missed the Twitter sale, and it's just I you know I don't have the money to to get tickets. I mean they were dirt cheap, but. I, I got to pay for other shit. So the, uh, yeah, it, it, I've been watching the playoffs on TV forever. You know, it's not going to kill me to miss the playoffs to go, not go to the playoffs. Just the fact that the Dodgers are in the playoffs, I'll be able to see them in the playoffs is exciting enough for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because Dodger tickets were, uh, playoff tickets were surprisingly cheap. I wasn't. I I was surprised at how inexpensive they were. I think for the NLDS, the playoffs tickets were thirty six bucks, and then for the NLCS, they were seventy something bucks, seventy six I think. Hmm. Which, fuck for a playoff ticket, it's not bad. You can't even get a regular season Laker ticket for that price. That's true. I mean, screw it. You're in the top deck. So what? <laughs> Yeah. It's a fucking um, playoffs. I got tickets for the probable game three at home for the DS. Yeah. Championship series, I'm not too concerned about. I mean, I would love to be there, obviously, but if I'm going to spend big money, it's going to be for World Series tickets. So yeah, that that's what I'm waiting for. That let's see what happens there. I, I would want to go to the World. Oh, fuck. Just the thought of it, man. But, um, yeah, so I think that, that there's really nothing else to report in the NL West or in the National League. It's just a waiting game until the playoffs start. Um, so, yeah, just I guess that's about it for the NL West. And uh, what, I am the sads. Why are you the sads? Because the baseballs is almost over. So. It is. It is. You know, it, it's it's been a long season. And for Dodger fans, it's been an exciting season. Holy shit, it's been the the craziest season I've ever experienced as a fan. Yeah, same here, same here. Because really, I mean, even seasons that have come down to the last game, nothing's compared to this. No. I mean, honestly, if you were to say, hey, guys, this is how the season's going to end back in May, I honestly can't say I'd believe you. Yeah, if you told me June 21st, <laughs> That the Dodgers were going to finish, finish, and clinch the NL West. I, Be the first to clinch the NL, the any any division. Yeah, I would have told you you're out of your mind. Yeah, so it, it's been an exciting season, and you know, I mean, if this is signs of, if this is the beginning of what's to come and following seasons, then this is going to be exciting baseball for Dodger fans. Indeed. Um, moving on, uh, I'm going to move on to my. Not really a rant, but more of a kind of an analysis. Um, I was a celebration. Uh, yeah, it actually is a celebration of two really, really good pitchers on the Dodgers. Um, the pitcher that gets all of the praise all the time, especially this season, has been Clayton Kershaw, who's uh, yeah, I heard he's pretty good. Yeah, no, he's he's not that bad. Um, he's on his way to win his second Cy Young award, which I mean, that's going to be awesome for for. Clayton Kershaw. I mean, he's going to be 25 years old with two Cy Young awards under his belt. Um, but if you think about other Dodger pitchers like Zach Greinke and Kenley Jansen, if they were in the American League, I think they would be heavy favorites for the AL Cy Young. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you view it, if you're Greinke and Jansen, Kershaw is just such a dominating pitcher that there's really no competition. Um, Kenley Jansen this season, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Kenley Jansen this season, it has posted a 1.93 ERA in 74.2 innings pitched. That's right behind Kershaw's 1.88 ERA. Um, 
you know, he he's he's. I, I was looking at um, when Eric Gagne won the Cy Young Award back in, I believe it was. Let me take a look here. When did he win the Cy Young? Eric Gagne won the Cy Young in two thousand three. And in 2003, Eric Gagne had a 1.2 ERA. And oh. his uh, walks plus hits per inning pitch were 0.692. Uh, Kenley Jansen with walks plus hits per inning pitch is 0. 0.04. Or 0. 0.84. Uh, I was about to say, 0. 0.04, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Eric Gagne right now is providing a, or not right now, but back in 2003, he provided a 3.68. Uh, wins above replacement. Um, I mean, he was just good. Now, unfortunately, you know, he's tainted by the steroid era of baseball as he admitted to using steroids. Um, But that doesn't take away the fact that he was just that good. I mean, if you assume that all pitchers use steroids and you have to assume that all batters use steroids as well. So the matchups were even. (laughs) Even though the, the history is tainted, you know, it's not like he was pitching against weaker batters. He was pitching against equally juiced batters. Um, one of the – it's probably too early to say in, in both Kenley Jansen's career and just early on given that uh, the season isn't over yet. But once Mariano Rivera retires, there's going to be a debate as to who the best reliever in baseball is. Um, Mariano Rivera uh, has never won a Cy Young Award. Surprisingly, um, wow. the highest he's ever finished in Cy Young voting is third, um, and that's just because relievers don't normally win the Cy Young. But um, finishing third in the Cy Young, he has post he posted a two point zero nine ERA and a walks plus hits per inning pitch of point nine nine four, and his wins above replacement was four point nine six. Kenley Jansen has better stats than that. Way better stats than that. So, assuming that Kenley Jansen was in the American League, uh, he probably would win Cy Young. Um, it, it's his his dominance as a reliever should not go unnoticed. Unfortunately, it does because one, he's a reliever, and two, he plays on the Dodgers behind the greatest pitcher in all of baseball right now. The universe. Um, the other pitcher that that. You know, should probably get some consideration is um, Zach Granke. Um, Zach Granke, I should have had this up before I started talking about oh, it. Oh, you suck. Yeah. Uh, Zach Granke has an ERA, I, I believe, 2.5. Um, come on, fan graphs. Come on, fan graphs. There you are. Oh, yeah, he has an ERA of 2.67. Which is nothing compared to Kershaw's 1.88. Um, he's providing a wins above replacement of 2.6. And his walks plus hits per inning pitch is 1.13. That's not dominating when you compare it to Kershaw. But <laughs> on any other club in Major League Baseball, he's a number one pitcher. He's a number one starter. And in the American League... That's probably the, the that probably would get him a second Cy Young award. Um, you know Zach Greinke's elite, and it's funny because I was watching the game yesterday, and they had Kershaw and Greinke sitting side by side, and I just kept thinking like, holy shit, you have the number one pitcher in all of baseball, and if Clayton Clayton Kershaw was an accountant and not a pitcher, then Zach Greinke is probably the number one pitcher in all of baseball. Or, up, you know, it, it's definitely a, a debate to have about him being the number one. So you have two elite starters, and you're starting to see the, the beginning of a great career in Kenley Jansen and him being what will probably be one of the best relievers in baseball. So, you know, I, I don't think we should really forget, you know, the the other guys that surround Clayton Kershaw in terms of, of pitching. Um, you know, 
there aren't enough accolades for what Kershaw does and how he does it. But, you know, we shouldn't forget the 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 presence of Zach Greinke and what he does to the rotation and the presence of Kenley Jansen and what he does at the end of the game. I mean, he pitched a 1-2-3 ninth inning the day the Dodgers clinched. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him that good. Watching the end of that game was mesmerizing. I mean, he was just on the mound and in control. And he got those batters out one, two, three. In San Diego, he only made 11 pitches in the last game of that series. 11 pitches to get out of the inning, to to end the game. Who does that? Other than Kenley Jansen. So, again, if Kershaw was an accountant, then this discussion would be about whether Zach Greinke and Kenley Jansen should be, you know, who of the two should be getting the Cy Young. Or if Zach Greinke and Kenley Jansen were in the American League, um, the debate would be who should be getting the AL Cy Young. So that's that. That's that. Good job. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up uh, episode four. Um, Ooh. Wow. Yeah. We've done okay. four of these things. That's nice. That's a thing. Um, if uh, if you want to read what we write, follow us on piazzaparlor.tumblr.com. If you uh, want to follow us on the tweeters. Uh, we do that. Uh, we do the Twitter. Follow us at Piazza Parlor. Um, again. Uh, Don't forget also if... Uh, you have any questions, comments, or anything like that, you can also email us piazzaparlor at gmail.com. And if you know, apparently we're getting some listens, and that means that there's got to be someone out there who's got an email address that can send us something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? if yeah, I mean, it, it could be anything. I mean, if, if there's something you don't understand about anything that we're talking about, email us. If you want to tell us that we suck, um, email us. I think we got an email that said eat shit and die. But that was from my cousin. But still, it was an email nonetheless. Well. Don't tell us eat shit and die. Just. <laughs> I'll take that even. <laughs> Just... I'll take it. And I will read it on the air. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Any email will do. And we'll read it. We'll read it out loud. For reals. For realsies. Um, yeah. So there's the the Tumblr. There's the Piazza Bar. There's the email. Um, and yeah. I think that's going to be it for today. So, uh. Thanks for listening. In the name of the Uribe, the Hanram, and the Holy Puigsis. Amen. Amen.